0: Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. You're listening to episode 138 of Process to Profitability. Today, I'm talking about gifting strategically to boost referrals and sales with Stephanie Lee. In this episode, Stephanie helps us to use gifting to create a great client experience. We talk about the key features of great gifts, when you should send them, and how you can create a system to make gifting automatic. She shares how you can use gifting to increase referrals and sales, as well as the people that we should send gifts to who are not clients. We also talk about the mistakes people make when it comes to gifting in their business. Stephanie is a business gifting strategist and founder of the giftconnection.co. She helps service-based businesses generate non-stop referrals and revenue-boosting partnerships through her heartfelt strategic gifting system. This system sets business owners free from the pressure of sales and marketing and unleashes a 24/7 sales force and PR team that works on their behalf. Through her work, Stephanie has discovered that you're only one gift away from your next game-changing business connection. All right. Hi, Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
0: So I introduced you at the beginning of the show, but I would love it if you could tell us a little bit more about who you are and how you got started in your business.
1: Absolutely. Uh, So really just My passion for gifting started at a young age. I mean, I've always loved gifts, giving them, receiving them. And I kind of picked up on the fact early on that gifts can really change someone's life. So while my company's made a few pivots along the way, uh, this idea that really an intentional, heartfelt gift can um, change someone's whole outlook on how they see themselves, what they see as possible in their life. That's really been at the heart of my brand. Uh, So I actually started out my business as a small batch bakery in Nashville that sent out custom boxes of hand-decorated cookies. And that has now um, become, through a series of events, an online gift shop that helps coaches, consultants, and service-based businesses send gifts that really generate referrals for their business and um, connect them with game-changing partnerships.
0: I love that. I think... You know, so many of us as business owners have had to shift based on things that have happened or things that we've learned about who we can help. And I love that you have done that, too, but kind of in a different realm than most of us where, you know, you're sending out physical products, but it's not like an online store.
1: Right. It did take a few changes along the way, but I love that I get to help people and especially help the small business community. And that's really the joy of my heart.
0: Okay. So today we're talking about gifting, specifically strategic gifting. So let's start by talking about gifting to create a great client experience, because I think that's what most people kind of know this subject in. um, But like, how do we do that? And why is that important?
1: Right. So really, I mean, there are so many benefits to gifting, um, both in the short term and in the long term uh, for your client's experience really the immediate benefit of sending heartfelt strategic gifts is that it creates the genuine connection in your business relationship. I think I can speak for most people and say that we don't want to feel like a number or like a transaction, um, especially in the world of service based business where it is more personal, it's more tailored and client specific. So really gifting is such a beautiful way to assure the client that they have someone in their corner who genuinely cares about their success. And really, as a business owner and professional, when you invest the time and the resources in selecting a thoughtful, personalized, custom gift for your client, it really makes them feel seen, heard, and valued in a way that few other things can. And really just As an analogy, I think about business gifting as the difference between flying in the main cabin and flying in first class for like a trans-Pacific flight. It's like in the main cabin, it's really just a means to an end and you can't wait till it's over. You don't really tell anyone about it um, once you reach the other side. But in first class, it's a special experience and you cannot wait to tell your friends about it. Um, And it's something that you really wanna repeat over and over. So that's why client gifting is such a special tool to kind of have in our tool belt as service-based business owners. And just one of my favorite opportunities in client gifting is the welcome gift. So a core fear that i found that many people have when buying a service or working with a coach or designer is, did I make a big mistake by hiring this person? You know, will they follow through on their promises? And if you go silent after they book you, that's really damaging to the client experience and to how they perceive your relationship. But when you step in, when you send a custom gift, it immediately addresses that core fear and really every personal detail in their welcome gift. It makes the client think, okay, if they care this much about the color of the ribbon and the quality of the items in this gift, I know they're going to go above and beyond for me, that they care about my goals, they care about my success, they care about me as a person, and they'll really deliver on every detail of every promise that they made in their sales pitch. Um, and this is so important because it helps your client just breathe a huge sigh of relief, um, sending the thoughtful, welcome gift. It boosts their confidence in you and really they know they don't have to worry because you have it covered. And that just makes the entire working relationship go better from the get-go. In addition to that immediate benefit, there's also the long-term value that comes into play. So really, when your clients feel well taken care of and attended to, they just become this force of just unstoppable referrals who really talk about your company, talk about your service to everyone they meet. And with each happy, loyal client, you're gaining a 24 7 sales rep who really does all the selling for you. So you'll start to see leads come to you, dream clients come to you. And so all the time that you used to spend selling, posting to social media, you know, creating ads, making cold calls, now you can invest some of that time. Into really helping your clients, into serving them at an even higher level, to giving them more of your energy, your focus, your attention, because you have that bandwidth freed up. Um, and so, really, that just it helps you get them results that are beyond what they even expected, um, and that obviously makes the client experience amazing. So, really, just gifting it not only gives your clients an unmatched experience, but it really. What I love for business owners is that it transforms your experience. And so instead of having a daily checklist of sales tasks that really most of us didn't get into what we're doing into service-based businesses to be our own sales reps, we wanted to serve people. And so sending client gifts starts to shift how we invest our time so we can really invest it in serving clients well and having fun and staying in our zone of genius.
0: I love that and i think you know there are so many of us who have invested with somebody and i heard this from my clients as well that a lot of times they're making a big investment in you and they might not get started on a project right away like you said and so it's a great way to build that trust and build that relationship that you're not just going to disappear on them like so many people have had experiences with or heard horror, horror stories about. So we're really, you know, preventing that worry up front through kind of this special way of saying, we see you, we care about you, and we are here for you. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Anytime you can step in with a gift, with a note card, any um, touch point to really erase their fears and remind them, hey, I'm here for you. I'm here in your corner. That's really an opportunity you want to make the most of.
0: So you mentioned a welcome gift. um, And I think that is a really important one. But are there other times that you recommend people sending gifts throughout a process with a client?
1: Uh, I am so glad you asked this. (laughs) So with gifting, just timing is everything. And it's really where the strategic part of heartfelt strategic gifting comes in. Uh, So what I want to start off with is actually when not to send gifts. (laughs) Um, So, so many well-meaning business owners send clients uh, gifts on the big three events. And so those are anniversaries, birthdays, and Christmas. And if you've ever heard of the concept of red ocean versus blue ocean, these occasions are definitely the red ocean of competition where recipients are overloaded with gifts. and oftentimes your gift actually just becomes part of a blur and it's quickly forgotten. I mean, the recipients can kind of be like, okay, who sent this candle? Who sent the fruit basket? And it just it all becomes one giant gift and they don't remember. Uh, so if you've been sending gifts on these occasions, It doesn't add to the recipient's joy in the way that it could. And it it doesn't create that special relationship building moment um, between you and your client. So just another important point is to never send a gift before an ask, Um, even if that's not your heart. If you send a gift right before it's time for a client to renew their contract or right before there's an upsell coming in your pipeline, It can make the client feel like you're being nice just because you want something. And that's never something we want to communicate. So really um, making sure that there's a good amount of space um, between when you gift and if you do have an ask coming, just make sure that they're not bunched too close together. Uh, So really, when I do recommend sending gifts are on two primary occasions. So I've actually, I have my own terms for these, but one is called a trigger event. And the other is called a Just Because Day. So a trigger event, it's a moment that occurs in every client journey. Uh, Common trigger events include the welcome gift, like when your client first signs on, or it can be at the completion of a project. Um, Another trigger event that I really love is a breakthrough moment. So this is especially applicable in the world of online coaching. So for example, when a client of a life coach has a personal breakthrough or an aha moment during a coaching session, that's such a special moment and trigger event where the life coach can send a celebratory gift to say, hey, way to go. This is amazing. You know, keep moving forward with this, like you rock, and just kind of really commemorate that moment. Uh, another powerful trigger event is the flip side when. A client hits a bump in the road when something didn't go as planned in their business, when maybe their launch bombed, when something just really disappointing that felt like a setback in their business um, took place. That's a really profound moment to send a gift of encouragement to step in, especially for business coaches, to step in and say, hey. You'll come out stronger on the other side. You still have what it takes. Believe in your dreams. And it it really affirms to them that as your coach, as the person who's in their corner, that you're there for the highs and the lows. And that builds trust and that builds loyalty uh, in just such a powerful way. And the second occasion that I mentioned is the just because day. So I love this. Really, a just because day is just a random, ordinary day uh, when your client wouldn't be expecting a gift. Um, The just because days are really golden opportunities to introduce surprise and delight into the client experience. And I know that surprise and delight is really a big uh, catchphrase today. But the point, really the science behind it is that our brains are actually wired to pay attention to new information and to disregard old and repeated input. So that's why sending gifts on standard holidays doesn't do much in the long term for your business relationship. But if you make the most of just because random days for sending gifts, it really leads to positive long-term emotions and feelings that are associated with you and your brand So your ability to surprise your clients, to delight them with unexpected gifts, that's really something that can set you apart, even if you work in a super saturated market.
0: I love that. And I love the idea of stepping beyond just like a welcome gift and a end of the project gift and thinking about other places where a client might need encouragement or is really excited about something. And we can use those to really say, again, I see you, I, I see what's going on and I'm here for you. And this is like a physical representation of that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It is. It is those special moments that really build the relationship and that become, uh, just cornerstones of your business relationship and the long-term of where you want to go with that client.
0: Do you know what your dream clients see when they come to your website? The only way to figure out how your dream clients are using your website and what makes them leave is to ask them. I've created a special UX test guide that you can get at lemoninthesea.com uxtest. Inside you'll learn how to structure a user experience test to get the best results, 18 questions to help you really see your website through their eyes, and my favorite way to find dream clients to help you. You need to look at every stage of your client's journey from landing on your website to completing the final goal through their eyes so that you know what to change right now to start converting more visitors into clients. Get the guide at lemoninthesea.com slash test. So I'm sure people are wondering, like, this sounds like a lot of gifts that we might be sending, but I'd love to know, like, what are the key features of, Great client gifts. Um, what do you like to see people include, or what doesn't work, so that we know kind of, okay, here's what I should actually be looking for when I'm curating something to send?
1: Right. Yes, that is a very commonly asked question. Uh, so I have some recommendations that really have been tried and true and that really deliver results uh, with client gifting. So there there are five key features that I really love in client gifts, and those are that they're recipient-focused, there's intentional timing, they are practical, lasting luxuries, there's beautiful presentation, and there's an element of surprise and delight. So I'll dive a little bit into each of those uh, right now, but recipient-focused, so what does that mean? Uh, really where I start with that is actually a question that you can ask yourself. And it's, what's my motive in giving this gift? Am I trying to impress them or make myself look good? Or am I really paying attention to how this gift will make my client feel? um, To how much I can communicate that they're seen, heard, valued, appreciated. If I fall into the trap, of the wrong motive and trying to impress the recipient with the biggest, bulkiest gift I can find—that's when the giant tower of treats and the mass-produced <laughs> um, basket of cookies comes into play. And and those really never come off well, and they don't build relationships or make the client feel special. It just makes them feel more like an item that you had to check off your to-do list. Uh, so really, what you want to do is speak to the value of the individual. And just when you do that, you're able to signal to the client that both in the gifting side and also in the service you're providing that you're focused on helping your client in a genuine way, that you're focused on what helps them win and not just trying to make yourself look good or build your own ego. So another great question is really could this gift possibly be for anyone else? Um, in a perfect world, we'd all be able to send gifts that are so unique and original that they could only be for that person. But you know, life happens, we're busy, we have multiple clients. And so sometimes what we can do to really uh, drive home the personalization of the gift is to include a note that connects your unique business relationship to the gift. So, for example, just if you're sending a beautiful artisan coffee mug, technically, that's an item that could be given to a lot of people. But if you write in the note that you remembered them mentioning how much they love coffee um, every morning when they sit down to their work desk, then you can include in the note and just say, hey, you know, I hope this fuels your next great idea. Then that's something That's personal, and it's a gift that's just for them. And that really keeps it recipient focused. And so, the final guiding question to make sure it's recipient focused, I encourage people to ask Does this gift build connection? Uh, And this is so important because the services and products that we offer oftentimes are replaceable. You know, there's more than one copywriter out there, there's more than one life coach out there. But what's not replaceable, are relationships. So if we can really build a genuine, meaningful relationship with our clients, then we become irreplaceable and our business and our services become irreplaceable. And that's really what makes working with us such an incredible experience that our clients can't help but talk about us and refer us to everyone they meet. Uh, So the second feature of a great client gift is intentional timing, and we just covered that uh, in the previous question, so I won't spend too much time on this point, but I do want to point out again, timing is everything, and just if you really leverage the element of surprise and delight and those just-because days, you can multiply the impact of the gift tenfold, both in terms of relationship and referral. So So really focus on timing when you're sending the gifts. And um, additionally, I like to have five touch points throughout the year. So whether that's a gift set plus a note card plus another gift and then a phone call and then another handwritten note, however you decide to do it and break it up and budget for that, try to space out five special touch points throughout the year. So you're always top of mind. So your client knows, hey, They're still thinking about me. They care about me. They're working on my success and my goals. Uh, So the third key point for just a really great client gift is to include what I call practical lasting luxuries. Uh, So this doesn't mean that you have to send everyone a Rolex watch or a Chanel (laughs) bag. Um, I mean, that'd be lovely, but it's not essential. Um, What it really does mean is that you're very intentional about what you're sending. So the, item, the gift items need to be practical. You want it to be something the recipient will actually use, and that will actually become part of their daily routine. So you want your gifts to be a reminder um, visually in front of them every day that they matter and that you genuinely care about them and appreciate them as a human being. And to that same point, you want it to be lasting. So you want your gifts to have a long shelf life, so to speak. Ideally, they will be gifts that last for a few years, because even if your service contract is only for a month or two or for one year, they'll remember the experience of working with you. And if you keep items as part of their daily routines, as part of their life, then you'll always be top of mind. So when someone comes to them, is like, hey, I need a copywriter or a web designer or a life coach. You'll be right on the tip of their tongue because there's that beautiful you know, desk tray or there's the coffee mug or something you gave them that's a visual cue to them every day. And then really, you want it to be a luxury. So uh, for, heart, for heartfelt strategic gift, dude, if I can get that word out. <laughs> uh, so I really define luxury just as an item that makes the client feel valued and even spoiled uh, when they use it. So it's something that's the best of the best in whatever category you decide to send. Uh, and this is really why I love artisan goods and specialty items from small businesses, because those handcrafted small batch goods, they really convey luxury and quality in such a big way. Plus, they're full of heart and the care that's really Unique to those artisans and the small business owners who make them. And it makes me think of um, Grandma's cookies, where she said, you know, the secret ingredient was always love. It's like with these artisan goods, with the small business products, you know that love was put into them. And the recipient you're sending them to, they can sense too that there is genuine care put into the product and into the gift. And that also builds your relationship. And then the last bonus with choosing artisan goods is really that it's helpful if you're on more of a budget. So instead of spending thousands and thousands of dollars on the aforementioned Rolex, it's like you can send a really beautiful gift set full of premium luxury artisan goods for under $100. That way it's high impact, but it's not using all of your marketing budget. Uh, So the other key point of an awesome client gift is that there's beautiful presentation. Uh, And so I know we're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, but people really do judge a gift by its gift wrap. So in my book, just a personal note on premium note card is a must. Uh, For my company, we actually include a wax seal and a specialty envelope because it really makes such a beautiful difference and it wows the recipient and makes them feel special. Uh, So tissue paper, quality crinkle fill, ribbon, those go a long way too. And just really every premium detail that you can include in the gift wrap, it increases the perceived value and just really reminds the recipient that you matter to them, that they're more than a number and that uh, your business relationship is something that you care about. In the last element, we did cover it a little bit before, but the surprise and delight. So I encourage people to ask, how much joy can I add to their gift experience and how big can I make them smile? Uh, So little elements of surprise and details that exist just to make their day brighter. It's so powerful and so special when it comes to gifting. Uh, And really, you can incorporate this in a few ways. Uh, So the timing of your gift, like we said, sending it on a just because day is really powerful. And also just this is a fun place to add a specialty food item. So you never want a gift to be purely food because, you know, those items don't last. And sometimes there's a food allergy you don't know about. So you don't want to invest fully just in a food basket. But if you include a fun little artisan treat, like I love in Nashville, there's the Bang candy company and they do these specialty chocolate dip marshmallows um, marshmallows that are so fun and just special. It's like anything you can add that just kind of makes them go, oh, this is cool. I haven't seen this before. Um, That's a really great place to do it. So those are the, the five key elements, the recipient focused, intentional timing, practical lasting luxuries, beautiful presentation, and surprise and delight.
0: Awesome. I think that's so helpful to kind of think about. It doesn't have to be a specific item. It just really needs to be thoughtful um, and focused on the client. And I love that recipient focus piece is that your goal here, while you know, it'd be great if they shared it on social media and sent referrals your way, your goal is really about them and to make them feel special and not to kind of show off what you can do and how much you've spent and, you know, that you have the best gift that you can possibly send somebody.
1: Exactly. And I'm so glad you brought that up because really it's gifting is, it's about the person, it's about the relationship and the referrals, the partnerships that come. It's like, those are just a bonus on top of it, but really our hearts and our motives need to be, hey, how can I treasure this person? How can I let them know that they matter, that I appreciate that they're trusting me with their business, with this project and really just focusing on that person. So I love that you mentioned that.
0: All right, so this might seem overwhelming to somebody if they're thinking, well, I have to do my client work and my marketing, and now I have to pull together all these gifts and make sure they get sent out. What? Recommendations do you have for creating a system that helps make this more automatic and easier for business owners?
1: Right. So, I mean, the great thing is that once you have, you know, the the heartfelt strategic gifting system set up, then really it takes the workload off of you. So, it reduces your daily checklist of sales calls and social media posts, all those things. Uh, So, that's really a bonus and that it cuts down on the overwhelm. Uh, But to create that initial system, really the first step, it's actually, I want to call it a pre-step. So it's before (laughs) you make the system, but it's what I call ABL. So one of the common terms in business you might've heard is the ABC, the always be closing. Mm -hmm. But what I find so much more valuable, especially for service-based businesses is to ABL and that's always be listening. So this is actually something that a ton of five-star resorts do. So they, they actually keep guest profiles or they document the little details that will make their guests stay more enjoyable. So they record like how the guests take their coffee, um, if they have any food allergies, whether or not they like turn down service and just every employee at, at that hotel is tasked with noticing the details, listening to the guests, and adding to those guest profiles. And so while as business owners, we we definitely don't want to cross any personal boundaries (laughs) or invade their sense of privacy, but it is helpful to really take that heart of developing the habit of listening to your clients and potential partners to Paying attention to the details they drop, like their alma mater, their favorite sports team, or the hobbies they love. And just like, for example, if I was talking to a client and she mentioned how much she misses um, her grandma's famous cornbread, I could create a whole gift around that. I could send a beautiful cast iron pan with premium artisan cornmeal and just a keepsake platter to serve the cornbread on. And in the note, you know, I could include my favorite recipe for cornbread and just say that, you know, I hope it brings back special memories. And that's a really powerful opportunity to send a personal gift that says, hey, not only do I value you, but I listen to what you're saying and listen to what you care about. And I'm gonna pay attention to that on the business side of things as well. Uh, so once you've got that pre stuff down, once always be listening has become automatic and something that you do, and um, then really it comes down to building out the system and just in general, and you've covered this in previous podcasts with other guests. But systems just, they're so vital to the growth of your business. And really when it comes down to it, uh, decisions are the bottleneck for your business. So every time you have to think through a decision or make a choice, it really slows down uh, your progress and just saps your mental energy. I've seen this for myself too. So that's why I systematize a lot of things. Uh, But that's why I say really invest the time up front create a plan. Uh, If you don't want to create a plan, you can work with a specialty company like ours that has the system built out and just is ready to go so you can hit the ground running. But really be intentional about thinking through your business, the needs of your clients, how you might connect with potential partners and build out a system that supports those goals. Uh, So really to keep it simple, Uh, When you're building out your own system and thinking, okay, how can I add gifting to my business without feeling overwhelmed, without adding to my to-do list? Uh, There are just three key steps that you can follow. Uh, So the first one is you want to determine who you're going to gift. There there are a few categories uh, within this that you can really address. So the first one is going to be ask yourself, Who in my current business life can I not continue to do business without? So whether this is a major account, a major client, a business partner, a supplier, anyone that your business really relies on, um, you want to make sure that you gift them, that you show appreciation, that you say, hey, I see the value that you add to my company, to my life, and I value you. And this can even branch into your family or significant other, just really anyone that you can't do without. uh, Make sure they feel appreciated and valued so that you can keep growing together and just reaching that next level together. Uh, The second category of people to gift that you're going to want to work into your system are really the people who are going to support your business goals and help take you to that next level, the next season of your business. So a question that I uh, love to ask is, where's my biggest opportunity for growth? So if you're in a season where uh, maybe you just booked a few clients, you're kind of getting started and uh, referrals might be really important for you at this time, then what you want to do is really make sure that the clients you booked, that they're happy, loyal clients, that you pay attention to them, that you send gifts, that you stay top of mind so that as they discover just how amazing your service is, that they have those visual cues in front of them and they remember, oh yeah, you know, I can refer them to this person or if someone needs a service, a copywriter, designer, that you'll be the first person they think of. Uh, another category within that is, let's say you need more visibility for your company. Uh, perhaps just identify a few strategic partners that you'd really like to work with that uh, you think align with your brand values, and that can help get you more visibility, uh, whether they're influencers, podcast hosts, or they work in complementary fields, start reaching out to those people. An introductory gift is a great way to say hi and not with a, Hey, I'm giving you a gift. So let's work together, but more <laughs> of a, Hey, like here's a gift. Just, you know, thank you for what you do. Here's how you've impacted my life, and then further down the road, you can just say, "Hey, you know, I see this opportunity to work together. What do you think?" Like that's a really beautiful, organic and and non uh, sleazy way to kind of introduce yourself and just say, "Hey, you know, I love what you're doing. Let's see if there's a way we can work together." So for your system, once you took care of step one and kind of decided strategically who you want to gift. Uh, Then that's when you can kind of move into, okay, what am I going to gift? So for each category of recipient, and when I say category, that means if you're going to be gifting clients, if you're, that's one category, if you're going to be gifting potential partners, that's another category. So for each category, you want to have a plan that's more tailored to that recipient and to that audience, because uh, gifts that would work for clients won't necessarily work for potential partners. So you just you want to be cognizant of that. Uh, so within each group of people, like I mentioned before, you really want to have five key gifts uh, for each calendar year. And what's beautiful is that those five gifts, they don't have to be, a gift in the traditional sense it doesn't have to arrive in a box with a ribbon tied around it it's like this can be a handwritten note card saying hey you know thanks for trusting me with your business thanks for you know being part of my life you know i appreciate you it can be a bonus phone call where you specifically and intentionally ask if there's a business connection that you can make for them, if there's a partnership opportunity that they've been looking for that you can help them with. It's like making those connections for people that can be a gift as well. Uh, So really whatever it looks like, just choose five gifts um, that are going to be part of your standardized gifting sequence for that group of people. And then uh, when it comes down to the physical items that you're sending, uh, whether it's, you know, artisan goods or note card stationery, whatever it is, don't reinvent the wheel every time. That takes so much mental energy to have to comb through all the options online and Etsy and figure out, okay, you know, do I like this supplier? What do I think their brands? Have I tried it? Just find a few suppliers that you really trust, test their products, Test them over a period of months. That's what we do in our company. You make sure that we love the suppliers, their story, their products, and that they're really beautiful things to send out. And then once you find those brands that you love working with, really stick with them. And then you don't have to invest that time, that energy, that effort in finding a new gift every time. And really to take the workload off even more, you can even have a standard gift that you send like the breakthrough box that goes every time, you know, your client has a breakthrough if you're a life coach or it can be a standardized welcome gift. I uh, like one of the people I work with, she helps authors as they're writing their book. And so her standard welcome gift is a writer's box that has the journal, the pen, the coffee, the everything that they need to really sit down and write their beautiful uh, piece of work and so just standardize whatever you can and then to make sure that it's personal always include that note card like I mentioned before and then the last portion of the uh, building out the system for your business is really to create a strategic gifting calendar and um, I had someone say to me that if you don't schedule it it won't happen and At first I fought that statement, but then I realized it was true. (laughs) So really create a strategic gifting calendar and make sure that you stick to it. And so there's two ways to do this. Uh, The calendar, it can either be specific dates in the calendar year when you batch your gifts and you send them out all at once to your clients, or you can send them out on specific days. So that's one way. Another way that seems to work better for service-based businesses and more um, client-focused companies is when you create a calendar that's based on the stages of the client journey. So, And that's, again, bringing in the trigger events. So this calendar, it's basically like a standard part of your client's journey, just like an automated email sequence would be. Um, the emails are the same for every client, but they start based on that client's first touch point with you. So let's say uh, for your standardized uh, client you know, gifting calendar, you have, okay, so they get a welcome box. okay, And then you know, a month after that, I'm going to send a handwritten thank you note. A month after that, I'm going to send um, or I'm going to call them and say hey you know how can i help support your business even more are there any connections i can make for you and then you have a trigger event built in like hey when they have a breakthrough event when they have a major milestone i'm going to send them the breakthrough box and so really breaking it through that way so it doesn't take more mental energy but it's also highly specific to that individual and it makes them feel like hey you know i'm i'm not a number i'm not just one of a thousand, like I'm, I'm special, and they're taking care of my needs as a client. They're helping me reach my goals and really paying attention to where my business is at and where I want to go. Uh, so really, so for that system, just keep it simple. Just whom to gift, what to gift, and when to gift. And once you have that uh, built into your company, then you don't have to worry. You don't have to do it again. You don't have to reinvent it, and you can just have fun implementing it.
0: Awesome. I think. That's also helpful just thinking about the different people we might want to send gifts to and how we can create a system to keep it personal, but still automate it and make it easy for us to do. I really liked the idea of, you know, have standard gifts for different phases, but make sure you include a note that's really personal because then we're striking a good balance between automated and, you know, handwritten notes that are going to connect with people. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. So what mistakes do you see people make when it comes to gifting, especially in their business?
1: So, well, the first mistake is to not send a gift at all. Uh, That's the biggest mistake. And I think that sometimes when, you know, people hear, um, Uh, interview like this, they're like, oh, I I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want to send the wrong gift. But really the biggest mistake is, is not sending a gift at all. Just, you know, do your best, send out a gift, just as long as it comes from the heart, it's going to be a good gift. And you can learn along the way and see what works for your company and what your clients respond best to. But really just start sending gifts, send one today, send a handwritten note card, just get that started. Uh, Another mistake, and I kind of touched on it before, is sending a generic gift that could have been for anyone. So when I receive like um, a basket of, you know, generic cookies and coffee and the things that have all the sticky material between them holding it together, I don't always feel special when I get that. I feel like, hey, they just, all they did was clicked a button and they didn't think about who I am. They didn't really have the time to invest in thinking, okay, what what would Stephanie really like? What would make her feel special? So I think another mistake is just sending that generic big basket and trying to make it look as impressive as possible when really what makes the client feel more treasured and valued is, hey, if they said how much they love picking flowers from their garden, send them a special bud base. Like it doesn't have to be a huge thing, but just a beautiful little vase that they can sit on their work desk and just put a flower in every day. It's like something that says, Hey, I notice you. And just another big mistake I think would be, and people may take issue with this, but it's sending items branded with your company's logo. So a lot of people send out hats with their company's logo or t-shirts and I mean, sometimes if you have brand enthusiasts, they love it and they will sport that apparel. But other times it makes, it can make the client feel like you're more about supporting your own goals than you are about serving them well. So if you can flip the tables and instead think about what's going to make them feel special, what shows that I value them, they'll remember who sent them the gift. They won't forget get. And that does a whole lot more to build the relationship than just sending mass produced uh, logo and branded items.
0: I think those are great. And I, I have definitely received gifts with someone else's logo on them. And they're, you know, sometimes they still work for you, but it's a lot more special when it's something tailored to your business, whether it's your brand colors or just an interest that you have.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like, that's the golden opportunity is saying, hey, this is unique to you and I'm going to focus on you and, and not on my brand and my company, but on yours.
0: Okay, so do you have any quick tips? You know, we've talked about using gifting to help with referrals and sales because people want to share and they want to be good um, partners and they're really excited about their experience. But do you have any other quick tips about how we can really use this client-focused gifting to also benefit our business?
1: Mm, Yeah, so we did cover a lot. So I will just say quickly that really the, the referrals and the partnerships that come about through gifting, those just come naturally. So when you focus on the things that we covered prior about focusing on the recipient, making sure it's tailored to them, the things that grow your business, the referrals, the partnerships, those will just come out of it. Um, having said that, though, there are a couple of quick strategies you can use to really uh, maximize just the referral potential and the uh, business growing opportunities that come with gifting. So the first one is to send a gift that can become a talking point at um, social gatherings and events for your recipients. Let's say they mentioned how much they love hosting dinner parties. You can send them just an exquisite marble cheese board, you know, like engraved with their favorite quote that really will become a talking point at their dinner parties. And really what's great about that too, for your business is that your current dream client often hangs out with other people just like them. So moms spend time with other moms, entrepreneurs often surround themselves with other entrepreneurs. So if you can send a gift, that's a talking point amongst their uh, social group, that's a great opportunity uh, for referrals right there. And the second one is to theme your gift around a high traffic area in your client's life. So when I say high traffic, that just means a location that makes up a major part of their daily routines. That's gonna be their office, their work from home space, the kitchen, or their daily commute. So really anywhere they spend a significant portion of their day. Let's say that your client, you send them a work from home gift set that's filled with just these beautiful handcrafted desk accessories. Then every time your client sits down to their work from home space, they have a visual reminder of how much you care, of how much they enjoy working with you. And then really you're at top of mind when someone needs a referral or needs your kind of service. So that's really a way to maximize uh, the business growing impact of your gifts.
0: All right, so I think we've covered a lot today, and you've given some really great tips and things for people to consider. Uh, so, as we wrap up, I would love it if you could, if you could recommend one thing to a friend. What would that be?
1: I love this question. Uh, so, I would say, do what it takes to stay in your zone of genius, uh, or as I call it, your place of joy. And really, it applies to business. It applies to life because we only get one chance to do what we are born to do. So really contributing to this world in the way that we were meant to, that we love doing. It's like if we can stay in that space and then whether that means outsourcing or automation or hiring a VA for the other tasks in our business, just really whatever it takes, just make sure that we stay working in the place and doing the things that only we can do so we can impact this world and serve people and really enjoy doing it. Uh, That would be my tip is just stay in your place of joy and protect it.
0: That's beautiful. And I think that's such good advice for anybody, business owner or not. All right. So where can people find and connect with you online? So they can uh,
1: follow us on Instagram for more tips on using gifting uh, as your marketing strategy. Our handle is the gift connection co. Uh, Plus, this is a great place to DM uh, your gifting questions. Just, I always respond. I love gifting and I really want to help business owners just step into their place of joy um, and just to experience that business growth that comes with gifting. And then the second place they can connect with us is uh, I actually put together a three-step blueprint for non-stop referrals and dream partnerships. And this blueprint, it has everything you need just to build your own heartfelt strategic gifting system. Uh, there are some budgeting tips that make gifting doable no matter where you're at in your journey. And I've also included just an easy to follow worksheet so you can really jump right in and start experiencing uh, the power of gifting in your own business. And they can get that free blueprint by going to thegiftconnection.co slash blueprint.
0: Perfect. I will include that in the show notes as well so people can find it. I think that's going to be a great way for them to take action on everything that we've talked about today. Great. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. I think this is a great episode and will be really helpful to people who want to do gifting in their business and weren't quite sure how to do it. And this is going to help give them kind of the start that they need and figure out how this could work for them awesome and just thank you so much for having me this has been fun thanks for listening to process to profitability please take a minute to leave an honest review in itunes so that i can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show